Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Website Coach. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Please do let me know. You can email me at sayhello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or message me on Instagram. I really would love to hear from you. And if this is your first episode, you're in for a treat. This is a good one. Well, it's a bit like my children. I think they're all good, to be fair. (laughs) So this one is all about branding photos and specifically how to prepare for them. So to make them the best you can get. You see, I think branding photos are one of the best investments you can make in your business. In fact, I would go so far as to say, if you're budget constrained and you can't afford both branding photos and a new website, you should pay someone to take your branding photos and do your website yourself. Yes, I believe they're that good an investment. So what are branding photos and how are they different to other photos you might use on your website? Well, branding photos tell the story of you and your business. They're photos of you and your business, at least as you want clients or potential clients to see you. They're not headshots. This is no awkward pic of your head and shoulders on an off-white background. Leave those for the large corporates. This is you in action. Images of you at work. Now, I say that loosely as these are clearly staged. My recent branding photos have me working on a laptop in a local coffee shop. And I'll let you into a secret. That's not how I normally work. I'm no digital nomad. And I'm not that glam with my hair done and makeup on, at least not on a day-to-day basis. You're far more likely to find me makeup-free in a comfy jumper with my hair pulled back in a scrunchie. And I work on a big screen with a proper keyboard. At home. Sorry. I just can't get on with a laptop. But that doesn't tell the story I want to tell. You're going to look at my website in a whole new light now, aren't you? (laughs) I promise that's the only lie on there. Now, as well as images of you at work, it might include you off-duty and also props associated with your business. You see, you don't have to be in every photo. And in fact, websites full of images of your face can be a little too much. I mean... I'm sure your face is really lovely, um, she says, trying to dig herself out of a hole. The alternative to getting your own branding photos is to use stock images. These are the ones that you can get for free or buy on the internet. Now, they can be really useful filler images, and I use them myself on things like blog posts. But using the same stock photos as everyone else doesn't differentiate you from anyone else. And if you use stock images, will find others using exactly the same ones as you. I promise. And they just don't tell your story. They don't connect with your website visitors in the same way as branding photos do. Now, as well as using your branding photos on your website, you can use them on social media and in places like Printest too. So, I recently had the pleasure and I do mean pleasure, of having new branding photos taken by the fantastic Jade Tinkler Photography. Like most women, and quite a few men, 
I hate having my photo taken. I always see the flaws, the squashed nose, several chins and the baby weight I'm still carrying, plus a little bit more. Yes, it's over 14 years since I gave birth to my last baby. And can I just add, please don't wait until you've lost that extra couple of stone that you hate that you're carrying. Get photos taken now. Then get new ones taken when you lose the weight, okay? Now, despite hating having my photo taken, I really enjoyed the couple of hours with Jade. And I'm delighted with the end result. No, I don't look like a supermodel. I never will. But that's not what my clients demand. I've still got a squashed nose, several chins, although not all of them are showing, thank you Jade, and the excess weight. It's me, but it is me looking at my best. The fact I'm pleased with them is no coincidence. I had thoroughly prepared for the photo shoot before the day to ensure that end result. Want to know what I did before the shoot? Excellent, because I'm about to share exactly that. First thing is to think about who the photos are for. Those photos I had taken are not for me, and your branding photos aren't for you. They're for visitors to your website and your social media. They're there to tell a story, the story of what it is like to work with you, or the story of your products if you're a product-based business. You see, branding photography is all part of getting people to know and like you getting to see you as an authority and getting to imagine what it might be like to work with you. Which means you need to think about the kind of clients you want to attract, your ideal clients, because you're not going to appeal to everyone. Secondly, you want to consider how you want to be seen. How do you want to be perceived? Are you friendly or no nonsense, tell it like it is? Formal or informal. Think about what you are like and what appeals to your ideal client. If your ideal client is corporate, then you're going to want to portray a slightly different image to if your ideal client is is an end consumer. Now, it should be exactly as you come across in person. I met a personal trainer once who was energetic, informal, and so much fun. But the photos on her website looked very different. It was clearly the same person, but so formal and, well, dull. And that caused me to wonder which version I'd get. And it can also subconsciously reduce the level of trust. Spend some time thinking about how you are with clients. We want the images to look like you as your clients see you. On a good day, of course. This is hugely important as it influences the poses you want to adopt, what you wear, where the images are taken, and even the props you may use. If you're a no-nonsense business coach, you don't want images of you looking soft and fluffy, drinking a cup of coffee like you would with a friend. And if you're a friendly, empathetic therapist, you don't want images of you looking fierce with your arms crossed in an aggressive pose. Next, you want to think about what you're going to wear. And no, this isn't about what you think makes you look the slimmest. Sorry. When thinking about what to wear, you need to consider four things. Who your ideal client is, how you want to be perceived, your brand colours, and comfort. I'm going to go through each of them. 
I always like to think that you want to look like you're working or as your ideal clients might perceive you working, but on a good day. So dress as you would for your ideal clients. If you wear a uniform for work, even if it's active wear because you're a personal trainer, then have at least some of your photos taken in that uniform. Choose the best clothes, of course. This is not the place to wear those old comfy leggings with a hole in them. But you do want to give a good impression. You don't need to dress head to toe in your brand colours. And in fact, I suggest you don't. But think about the visual impact of your photos on your website. You want some brand colours in your images, or at least in some of them. This can be through something you wear. And it doesn't need to be your top or, or dress. It can be a scarf or necklace. It could be nail polish or a prop such as a notebook, cup or even pen. That way, your, your images will be visually coherent with everything else in your website. Basically, it will make your website look great. And just as importantly, is not wearing colours which clash with your brand colours. So my brand colours are a dark teal and berry colour. You won't find me wearing orange or green, as these would jar. You do have to be a little bit careful if you're taking photos outside, particularly on a grassy area, as you get a lot of green. So if your brand colours don't include green, do be aware of that. And neutral colours can work well. But don't be afraid of wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. Try to incorporate a few changes of outfit in your photo session. It gives variety in your photos. And it also means if an outfit doesn't work as well as you expect it to, your session's not wasted. Now, you might be surprised to see comfort on the list. But let me tell you, it's very difficult to smile and look relaxed if you're wearing shoes that are killing your feet. And comfort also does mean clothes that make you feel confident. Yes, the ones that you think make you look slimmer, or at least draw attention to the parts of your body that you like or don't mind as much and hide the bits you don't like. It doesn't matter if shorts would fit my brand. You won't catch me wearing them because I'd be too self-conscious about my legs. Don't forget underwear either. Choose underwear that helps your shape, but not the kind that makes it hard to breathe. So what about props? Props make a big difference to your photos. Again, you need to think about your ideal client and how you want to be perceived. You'll find this is a common thread that comes up in branding photos. That photo, clutching a cup of coffee, might be seen a lot, but there's a good reason for it. It shows he was approachable, friendly, and the kind of person you'd sit down and have a chat with. That's how many entrepreneurs want to be perceived. I know I do. Think about the equipment you might use at work and incorporate that into your photos. So a yoga teacher would have mats and yoga blocks. A business coach might have a laptop, notebook and pens. Nutritionist, they've got all sorts they can choose from. Obviously they can include food and all sorts of kitchen equipment. In addition to using these as props to add interest to images of you, you might also want some of them styled which you can use as stock photos. If you work with clients, and let's face it, most of us working in service-based businesses do, it can be good to show you interacting with clients. Now, it doesn't need to be actual clients. It can be family or friends. But please make sure they're the kind of person you might have as a client. So if you want to target women, don't use your husband in photos, however handsome he might be. 
you don't need to show client faces. And in fact, it can actually be better to show them from behind or their shoulder or their hand because it can make it easier for someone to see themselves in their place. If you're a parent and work with children, you might think about including your or somebody else's children in at least some of your photos. You might, as indeed I do, choose not to show your family. Though to be fair, mine are teenagers and refuse to pose for me anyway. Although my dog Barney doesn't mind. And pets, especially cats and dogs, not snakes, can make you seem friendly and down to earth. I designed and built a website recently for a personal trainer working with midlife women. Her message was all about fitness and family life. And there were some lovely images of her working, walking her dog. And even one of the dog with her at home. And this fits really well with the image of fit for life. If you work with children but don't want to include them in your photos, or maybe they're now much older than the children you work with, at the very least you might want to include some photo frames with family images in within your background. If you're struggling for inspiration on props, take a look at competitors or others in your industry and see what they've used. Pinterest is another good source of inspiration. Try searching for branding photography in your industry. Before your shoot, it's worth thinking about the locations you might use and poses you want to show. Because, well, we don't want 50 images of you just smiling into the camera. Again, you need to think about your ideal clients and how you want to be perceived, or your values when thinking about both locations and poses. I've had photos taken at home, in my office, kitchen and on my sofa, and also out and about. Now, as I've already mentioned, given the nature of the work I do, I like to work in my office on my trusty old Mac with the large screen, old-fashioned keyboard and mouse. But supporting local businesses is a key value of mine. And so I've had photos taken in my local town, Seven Oaks, several cafes, in the street and outside a florist. I look like I'm working in many of these images. I've got my laptop, notebook and pen, plus coffee and even cake. They give interest. If you are using another business premises, it is good courtesy to ask before using. Although, to be honest, I've never had a problem with someone saying no. Look at other websites and social media in your industry and or related industries and Pinterest for ideas. In fact, it's a good idea to do a Pinterest board to share what you like with your photographer. They might even put together a bank of uh, poses that you want. And don't forget images that don't just show your face. You don't want your website to be full of images of you. Include some of your props, especially if they're in brand colours. They'll also be working where you don't show your face. Perhaps showing your hands at work instead. Though you might want to get your nails done first. You can always use your branding photos as a good excuse. Next thing to think about is how the images are going to be used. Bit of a moan, bit of a rant. As a website designer, I can get really frustrated when I'm given some great images, but I can't use them, or I can only use a few, because they're not the right size or shape for what is needed. Let me explain. A couple of clients have wanted to use photos they've had taken for other purposes, like family photos taken by a professional family photographer, or photos taken at a wedding. They look great in these photos, but often they're portrait and without much space around. If you love websites where the images go all the way across the screen, then it's not helpful to have your photos taken in portrait mode with a close-up of you. 
you need landscape images with plenty of space around. The other issue with these photos, I'm going to talk about choosing a photographer in a moment, is that they don't always have branding colours or the right poses and equipment in them. Thinking about the layout of websites you like and the kind of images they use can save an awful lot of brief later. Please don't forget to tell your photographer what kind of images you want or how they'll be used. Your photographer can then make sure they get these kind with plenty of space around them if these are the kind of images you want to use. Choosing the right photographer is super important. I always recommend using a professional branding photographer because they really know what they're doing. As I've mentioned, sadly I've had some lovely images sent by clients that have used, for example, a family photographer or wedding photographer, but they just don't tell the story of your brand in the same way. There are lots of professional branding photographers around. So how do you choose the right one for you? Well, do a search on Google or on social media. Take a look at images that they've taken so you can see their style. Check it's the kind of thing you're looking for. Ask for recommendations from others you know. Us website designers tend to know a few and can certainly give you recommendations. Look at websites of other businesses locally and see which images you like and ask them who they've used. And make sure to talk to anyone you're thinking of using before you book them. After all, you want someone that you click with. They do need to make you smile and feel confident. Okay, let's talk about on the day. On the day itself, make sure you're not rushed. I'd highly recommend booking a hair appointment and perhaps makeup too. You want to look and feel your best. Use it as a good excuse. I did. But seriously, you could make it on the day that you'd normally have a haircut. Just book it in early in the day so you've got plenty of time. I put together a bag the night before my shoot was jade. I got the outfits I wanted to use out. Yes, I packed more than I wore. And some props. Now, in my case, I realised I'd overpacked as the bag was so heavy I could hardly lift it. And I knew I wanted shots of different locations so I'd need to carry it around. Cue a swift curl of props. Make sure you've time beforehand and also some time afterwards in case you start late or overrun. There's nothing worse than having to cut short the shoot because you've got to go and pick up the kids. And just relax and enjoy being a model for the day. If you've chosen the right photographer for you, then they'll work really hard at getting you to relax and enjoy it. I mean, it's not every day you get to pretend to be a supermodel. Okay, to wrap up, getting good branding photos taken can really make a difference to getting bookings through your website and are definitely worth the investment. But I get it, they are a big investment for many businesses, especially if you're just starting out. So make sure you get good ones. And the best way to do that is to prepare well. Most importantly is to understand who these images are for and the kind of impression you want to give. Then think about your clothing, props, locations and poses. Also consider how the images are going to be used so you get usable photos. And don't forget to book that hair and makeup appointment for the day of the shoot so you look and feel your best. And finally, enjoy the day. It's not often you get to play at being a model. And it's also worth mentioning as a final, final point that branding photos need to be updated regularly. Yes, we all change as we age. We have different hairstyles, haircuts. So make sure the ones that you're using on your website are not that old. 
That's it for this week. See you same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.